The Koigig Pod. Emma Bird is in tears. Keeping you up to date with all this summer's football in Australia. I can't believe it. We've finally done it. Subscribe to The Koigig Pod on the Off The Ball app now. Gaelic football on Off The Ball. With AIB, proud sponsors of the GAA Senior Football Championship. Check out hashtag the toughest for more. Now, delighted to say that we are joined by the 2013 Footballer of the Year and eight-time All-Ireland winner, Michael Darren McCauley. Michael, are you getting on? Are you well? Uh, well, what's going on? I'm all good. Um, how do weeks like this sit with you now in retirement at this stage? Because some of your former teammates are on the same number as you, eight All-Irelands, getting ready to take on the old rivals, Kerry, at the weekend. How do you feel about All-Ireland week now a couple of years out from retirement? Uh, yeah, like I'm buzzing. I'm buzzing for it genuinely. Uh, so it's uh, it's obviously it's different on this side of the fence. Um, yeah, look, I think we we were having that chat. Like, like you you missed the kind of look. I'll I'll be itching to go. I'll be I'll be looking for my boots. Uh, from, from the stands in uh, in Crow Park on Sunday afternoon. But um, you'll miss those days until you're until you're wrinkly and old. But um, I think uh, I think I'm very happy on this side of the fence. I think uh, people uh, people always always ask me the same thing at the match. Like, it's like, how are you doing on this? Like, how do you feel about it? And I'm like, I usually have a Guinness in my hand, and I'm like, pretty happy out. Like, so it's uh, it's all good. You're not one of those guys who found it tricky because you find sometimes with athletes, you know, when they hang up the boots and they go in a different direction, you're still playing a bit of basketball. But say when you stepped away from the inter-county, some people find it difficult to actually go and watch their former teammates or find it difficult to go to games. You didn't experience that? Yeah, yeah. Like, I, I, I don't know what it is. Like, like there's probably an element of looking earlier, I think, in it. But like, I'd actually say the majority of people, like, that that I've seen walk away from, from a serious stint of inter-county have, have, have struggled and somewhat... Uh, so uh, I've been very lucky. I kind of was lucky enough to kind of go traveling and put it behind me, and maybe COVID probably helped as well. To be honest with you, because there wasn't a whole lot happening. So, um, no, it's been it's been a, it's been a nice transition for me. Uh, um, I don't really think it's actually how busy you are either, because I think lots of lads are, are busy. I think most lads are busy. I think it's 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 probably how you kind of like how you kind of define yourself maybe while you were playing. Uh, so I think um, I think I'm, I'm lucky to have a kind of nice transition, and, and it's been all good. I'm still playing ball, and I'm, I'm, I'm buzzing for the lads on Sunday. Was that partly, I mean, look, everyone, if you want to be an inter-county footballer, the dedication levels are just insane. They're off the charts. But I remember you saying it wasn't, uh, football wasn't all-consuming for you. And then Jack McCaffrey, I think about two weeks later, came out and said, do you know what, football's actually more important than anything in life. But you were, I think, open and honest enough to say that football wasn't absolutely everything for you. Uh, we'll have to get Jack back on here and we'll have a full debate. Um, the... Um no, like, like I, I'm, I'm not like I, I wouldn't say tongue in cheek, but like I think, like it, it, it does define a lot, a whole lot of your decisions. When you're when you're in that bubble, like, like it is, it is. If you can eat that thing, or you're thinking, oh, I have a fitness test in two weeks. Jesus, I better get to an extra gym session. You're planning on Sundays. We're spent planning it where you're fitting in your ice baths and your massages and your yoga and your training and your weights and your like it's like it, it like it, 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 it is full on. Um, so I think um, but I, I think it's kind of. Like I think I probably made an extra effort to kind of like move in circles outside of football as well. So I think that was always impo- always important to me. Um, and I think um, I think that probably maybe helped. Um, so yeah, because I did wonder when I saw you were going traveling for a few months and you spent a bit of time in Sri Lanka and were traveling around. Was that a case of now I've got this time available post playing, or was it a part of COVID, or what sent you off in your travels for a few months? I saw I saw on Wikipedia it still says that I live in a you little live in Sri Lanka or in Sri Lanka. I was like, I don't want to get Um I wish. Um I know like like look that that's one of the sacrifices that you made as an Indicati footballer. Like all my friends did Central America, South America did they have stories to beat the band, like 
that that come out every time I, I I catch up with them. They're like, oh, do you remember that time? I was like, no, no, I was I was in muck and the crap and the in in DCU would say. Uh, so, but like that's all part of it. And, and I remember Pat Gilroy said it to us clearly. When sometimes you're feeling sorry for yourself when you've missed another wedding or another birthday or another holiday, like no one has it going to your head. Like he, like we are doing this because we love it, because we enjoy it, and and I, I'm 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 good at that. Um, so look, I, I'm a I'm a I'd have a big interest in traveling like like a, i'm not sure a lot of people doesn't but uh so it was just it was a big thing for me to try and get away um as soon as as soon as the football was finished um and yeah and i'm i'm, I'm definitely not done yet but um yeah so like it was definitely just a nice thing to kind of fit in yeah yeah was it nice to have that freedom because for you like people are probably very aware i would say particularly since watching your layer Gale episode about a year or so back maybe about your work off the pitch which i'm sure takes up a tremendous amount of hours then you take playing basketball you take intercounty into account as well i'm guessing you probably didn't have time for the best part of a decade to be going for trips away anyway yeah, like it's as the same, like with the same with all the lads there. Like they they're gonna get a week or two weeks max, maybe, and then and then they're straight back at it with the club, and then hopefully they'll they'll try and maybe slip something else in if they can. Like so, that's 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 how that's how it rolls. Yeah, yeah. So um, look, that's that's a big part of it. Uh, so I think I think it, it it seems to be happening more and more across the country. I think I think you see this now. I think if you talk to a lot of club man- managers all around the country, I think COVID has really made people kind of question those decisions. And I know, like a lot of senior managers at high level, and I know when in my own club, in all sorts of clubs, a lot of them are a lot of them are choosing traveling now. They, they kind of are just realizing that that there is more out there. Um, and I've had that conversation a few times now. That people are just like where where normally they would be nailed on to be like the the main man on the team or whatever. Like they're just they're just taking time for themselves. So it's interesting to see that little shift, and it's it's definitely countrywide because I've, I've I've heard that that story numerous times. Yeah, I mean, particularly I think for people who couldn't go maybe for the two years during COVID as well, it you definitely get the itch to go after that so the opportunity has been there for the last year or so and uh, fantastic year to good time I mean straight away as you say you need to uh, go onto Wikipedia and update yourself to say you're not currently living in Sri Lanka but it sounds like you had a particularly good time in Sri Lanka based on some of the interviews I was reading last year uh, do you know what it was? It was, uh, it was actually just because I, I I did a media thing over there I can't remember what it was uh, and I was just I was I was very I was sitting on a nice rooftop in Sri Lanka, and it was it was a, it was a it was a nice little sunny spot. Uh, so I think that's 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 how it ended up there. Um, I don't know why it's still there. I'm not a, I'm not too uh, active on my on my Wikipedia. I must sort it out. Tell a few lies. I enjoyed. I think you were in Sri Lanka when the Lyrica Gale came out, and that probably spread the rumors even that more it, that at, it, at that point as well. But um, I enjoyed your Lyrica Gale a lot. Uh, I rewatched it this week when I knew we were having a chat today. How do you find it though, watching effectively your life and very much your life in football when it comes to the Lyrica Gale? Like, how did you find it to watch it and probably see some of those people that know you best talking about you for the best part of an hour? Oh well, I, I didn't. <laughs> I, I I actually couldn't. Uh, so yeah, I just I just felt it awkward. So I, I my experience, I, I say I have heard a lot about the show. So my, my experience with the Lake Gale was in Sri Lanka. Would you believe I should be getting paid by the Sri Lanka tourism should. board here? Uh, but uh, I was like looking at. I remember exactly where I was. I'd been putting it off for weeks, and and then I was just like, okay, I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna watch this thing, uh, and then I brought I brought it up, and it, it was in um in like a little. It wasn't Hikadua. Damn it. As uh, this little surf hotel, and I opened the laptop, and it was like it was looking out on, on the balcony, and I just I played the start, but I really the start was killed. It was like there was a little Kanye West song I think that I really enjoyed, and then um, and then I just think like, I was like oh I couldn't I couldn't <laughs> I just couldn't take it, so I just kept flicking, and I was like flick up five minutes and flick and flick, and then I was like flick flick flick, and then I just closed my laptop, <laughs> and I haven't uh, I've never got around to it, and I just like I I said it actually I said I'd watch it this Christmas, and I was like I'm gonna watch sit down and just watch the thing at Christmas. 
and it happens yeah it's just it's awkward isn't it i just like it's awkward people like just being really nice uh to you so i just uh yeah i know look and it, it, in fairness i, I didn't realize the the kind of the, the scope of them because it's it's very nice people are very complimentary on it on a, on a regular basis like um so it's um yeah it's just something i, I like struggle with those compliments like a good irish person the incoming GA president, Charlotte Burns, was interviewed and he was asked about your playing style. Um, what almost doesn't sound like a compliment, but he meant it entirely in that way, is that he said you were almost like an unconventional Gaelic footballer, which made it very difficult for your opponents to play against you. Because I think the point he was trying to make was your movements were very different to maybe what would be expected. Now, I don't know if that's part of the basketball. I don't know if that's just you as a person. Um, but is that a fair comment from Charlotte when you look back in your own career? Yeah, like I've I've heard those words a few times. It's like different, or it's like somebody got a thesaurus and and wrote and put in like unconventional, and all these kind of like little bits came up. Uh, So look, I kind of just did my own thing, and I know like yeah, I kind of I think had a different run. I was told as well. It's like you don't notice these things when you're playing, Uh, but. yeah, look, I think I think I think I've, I've heard that before. Anyway, like basketball probably had a part to play in that. Yeah, for for, for sure. Uh, so, um, but uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what I can do. That's that's that's, that's kind of how I play ball. And that's still how I play ball. Yeah. Mm. Basketball's obviously stayed a big love in your life, and I was reading that you've been working hard in the north inner city at the moment to set up a basketball club there too. So, I mean, this seems like it's been a kind of a a lifelong passion hoop for you along the way. Yeah, yeah. I look at like I've had a basketball in my hand since I was three years old, and and that's just how it went, and it's all, it's always been the way. So, um, yeah, we're working hard. Like, like I'd love to. Like, a, a basketball club is needed in the inner city, so we have one now to start, and we're and we're really trying to grow it. Uh, so that's that's a big part of us. Then NEIC Trojans. So, um, working hard on that, and, and whether I'm there or not, like I I, I hope to come back in twenty years, and, and that 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 thing to be flourishing. So, uh, and and I'll. I'll, I'll always have a part in that whether I'm, I'm working the area or not who knows but um so yeah look look that that would be fantastic and it's, it's a really well needed uh facility in the area as well yeah because like it is a real challenge we were chatting about kind of the league of ireland and trying to get kids in the city uh playing sports and really when you think about it it's very difficult to find a greenfield site to be able to provide more playing pitches for maybe the more conventional sports uh while things like street soccer and basketball has actually been possible but there's very few areas left in the inner city, particularly where you could potentially put, say, a grass pitch in right now. Oh, 100 percent. Look, these are conversations that I have every day of the week. Um, like there is no space. No space exists for a Gaelic football pitch. That's just that's how it's gonna happen. And people say we need a GA club in the area. I couldn't agree with you more. Um, but the, like the, the, there is great work being done. Joey, Joey O'Connell's was there, now Scully Connell are doing a lot of work and they're busing kids out to out to Taff Road as well. And we have an inner city nursery, so we have kids playing uh, in the inner city. So it's it's a big thing, but there's probably there's there's probably more there's a million more astro pitches and stuff hidden around the place than, than you know about. But yeah, look look, we're, we're always going to be lacking the, the, those green fields, unfortunately. And it's it's I suppose it's what comes with that. Like if you put a GA pitch there, yeah, you get kids playing, but you get the you get that whole culture and atmosphere and and that sense of togetherness from a GA club, which we we all know how strong it is throughout the country. So I think that's the kind of part that's missing that would be amazing. Uh, unfortunately, look, it's just not happening. The, the, like a GA club won't exist in the inner city. Um, I, Field-wise, um, as, far, as far as I can see, so um, we, we just have to do our best to work around it, Jeff. It seems almost obvious to ask you whether you find it rewarding because this is a, a type of work that you wanted to take on. Uh, but when you see kids maybe taking up sport or playing basketball as a result of this, um, that has to be, a, I would think, a very rewarding thing in your life, is it? Uh, no, look, I'm, 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 exactly, yeah, I'm doing it because because I want to and I, I feel that the, I'm getting something out of it. Um, I feel like, look, 
the, we probably won't get into it, but it's been a heavy conversation over the last couple of weeks over, over what's happened on Talbot Street. And, and now the wider questions are getting asked. And I suppose like there is, if it's probably a lopsided argument that there's a whole lot going on in there from a positive sense as well. It's not a utopia. It's it's not it's not this this, this uh, like amazing place which which like like work is needed. Um, but but there's a huge amount of positives um positives happening. Um, and I know like I'm, I'm biased. I'm speaking from the sports and wellness stuff that that like I'm, I'm there's a lot that we're doing and a lot that we're trying to do and, and open to any more ideas as well. So um, I think it's 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 a it's a huge multifaceted argument. Um so but it's just it's just been one that, that's been so active for the last while. But the, the, there is a lot of good news stories as well, basically. Yeah. Look, I think it's important though to be able to uh, try and provide that for kids and to try and provide something positive toward them as well. Because if you're a youngster right now, as you kind of alluded to, you're hearing so many negative stories and that negativity can kind of become self-perpetuating after a while. Yeah, yeah. Look, look. I suppose like like basketball was an excuse for me to not go back to my game with mates that I was hanging around with, like who who were who were like getting into trouble from an early age. And I was like, it was just that excuse. I was like, when I was like thirteen or fourteen, and and lads were just getting up to mischief. Like it was like, oh no, I actually have training, so I can't. And it was just it was just a good excuse to be able to do something different. And and the the kids in the inner city have that tenfold from from the the mischief that I was being offered. Uh, so I think it's look, there's a huge huge argument there and there's, there's huge um areas to it uh, but like all, all you can do is try and give kids as many opportunities as possible and, and hope some of them are going to grab onto them you've got eight celtic crosses currently in the back pocket and that's what it finished up on some of your mates have come back in some lads like james mccarthy are there could potentially go ahead of the Kerry lads on nine i mean they're on potentially a very unique achievement this coming weekend yeah 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 and uh, yeah, nine. It's a lot of all Ireland. Uh, so, look, I think you know, three servants that, like, I don't think anyone would argue them. Whatever amount of medals they they, they finish up on, and um, like Steve and Mick and James are just absolute diehard bleed blue uh, Dublin Warriors. Uh, so, I, I will be more than happy for those lads to, to to knock me off any sort of perch that that I might be sitting on at the moment. And um, so, look, I think as I said, like those lads have dedicated every every ounce of their their whole adult lives to this thing. So. Um, they they deserve everything they get. It'd be a particularly special achievement for them though as well when you consider last year was disappointing to have lost the semi-final against Kerry, suffered the relegation to go to Division 2 and to have to rebuild this year, like the kind of the end of the six in a row and everyone will kind of in a cliche way talk about the last dance for some of these players and so on. But for them maybe to have got that extra kick after two seasons say of disappointment based on the incredibly lofty levels in the years gone by, to come back and win another one would be some achievement. Yeah, like I, I, I presume that these lads are going to target this as their most important All Ireland. Like, and I, I presume that would be the narrative for them in their own hands. Whether they speak about it or not, I like. I, I think this will be the, the 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 real test of them, and I think it would be it would be a huge, whether it's a crowning achievement or not. Um, would be a it would be a huge win out for everything that's gone on. Um, so I think I think it's it's a it's 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 a big ask, but I like I think I'm um I, th- I think that's a strong strong Dublin team, and I think I think the I've said that before. I think like look, I think we all know the energy that that the that those lads that the, the Jacks and the Pauls are going to take probably take off the bench this year, and like and, and and what a force they are to be to try and deal with. But I think I think it's it's also the energy that some of these lads bring to the dressing room as well, like in the, Stephen as well. Like these are big presences to bring back into the dressing room, and there's a lot of a lot of positive energy from from Jack and Paul and and, and all the lads there. There's really a really good group there as well. I think I think it is better than it has been in previous years. So I I am I, um, 
Yeah, I, I think they're in a good place. And I think it's it, the Kerry aren't facing the same double team that, 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 they, uh, that they beat last year. Paddy Andrews was working for us start of the summer. He was as shocked as anybody when he saw Stephen Cluxon down on the pitch. He actually thought that we were taking the piss when we said, no, 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 Cluxon's there. I think he's wearing 16 and he's taking part in the warm-up now at the moment. Were you as surprised as Paddy when you heard that Stephen Cluxon was coming back in? Paddy, I didn't know Paddy was working, which is, I, I, I don't see him everywhere every time I open my phone or he's, oh. he's never lurking around the place. You might catch him on GA Go if you're totally lost as well. I believe he pops up from place to place. I see him more than I see my own hands. Um, the the um, the I was I was look it was the exact same. It was gas like all our all our, we have like a retired WhatsApp group which was Stephen was still in, uh, and like it was hopping. Everyone was like, "What is going on there? Like, why is <laughs> what is your man doing?" Uh, so look, I'm delighted for him. Like St- Stephen wasn't finished playing. I really wanted him to come back last year. I felt like he had loads left in him, and there is not a question about whether he's good enough. He is like he is good enough. He is as fit. I, I saw him recently. He's in. Incredible shape, um. So, and it's unfortunate. There's such a high standard of goalkeepers that were there that hadn't put a foot foot wrong either. Um, but um, but, but Stephen is flying. And I was there. I was in. I think someone saying the loud game. I think it happened. But like, I might. I had my phone on me. I, I was in the steps of the, the Hogan stand, and it just started buzzing. And then everyone was just talking about it. But I couldn't believe that he was starting that game. Um, and he hasn't looked back since. And look, he hasn't. He hasn't done a whole lot wrong. But um, that's our Stephen. Yeah. Did the administrator at the WhatsApp group have to kick him out of the former players when he got back in the panel? Then? Do you know what? I think he's still in there. Wow. I, I actually, I actually have thought about this more than once that he needs to be removed. Uh, he's just lurking around. He, like he can't have it on both sides of the fence. He can't like be in the current players and the old man, uh, old man group. Uh, so I'm going to do it. I'll, I'll kick him out tonight. That's what I'm going to do. You can so, hold me to that. My apologies, Stephen Cluxon, for getting you kicked out of the group as a result of this conversation. Um, can I take you back to 10 years ago? Like, that's the year you win Footballer of the Year. And I was listening to the aforementioned Paddy Andrews. If you, you want to hear a bit more about him, he's on the football pod this week. And he was chatting to James O'Donoghue. And they were having a chat about the semi-final, which was like such a classic game that summer. O'Donoghue scored 2-3. said it was like the best atmosphere he's ever played in. But he also said it was one of the best finishes to a match that Dublin have ever produced. Uh, what a classic semi-final that was. Yeah, look, I, th- I think when people ask me what's the best game you played in, it's 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 a pretty close call between 2011 and 2013, both against Kerry. I, th- I think that they, they were they were just epic games, um, and it was just it was just chaos. It was like being on a war field, and the sound was incredible. And I think people talk about Crow Park shaking, and I'm 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 pretty much in agreement with that. Like, uh, so it, it was just wild, and I, like it's it's a little bit sad, but like we we look back on it as players back to that. Like when you look back and you see clips of like the last ten minutes. And we're just looking at it going, oh, geez, we would never do that now. Like, it's like the game has become just so much more controlled. Like, it was just, it was wild country. Like, people were just like hoofing the ball up, seeing what's happening, taking few players on and stuff. And I think, like, I think, look, it's, 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 I think, the, the, I know that whole narrative is around about the game being a bit too controlled. Um, but I think, I think it was, it was definitely, it was definitely a wild man's game back then. And um, they were, they were fun games to play in, yeah. Yeah. Well, look, it can be effective. It's, two longer balls in that result in the two Dublin goals that see you win by seven points in the end. I mean, you can argue that maybe it's uh, thrown it into the mixer and seeing what happens. But at the same time, if it's producing goal chances, it can be very effective football. Yeah, yeah. And look, I, I, we think about that, that like, look, there, there'll be elements of control. And I think I know it's been a big talking point and the negativity around the championship this year. But it's going to take some magic from from lads just having a bit of bottle like James or... 
be it John Small or Fenton or, or Jack maybe just breaking these lines and just, and just like like ripping up that script. So I think they're the, they're the exciting parts, which are still going to come at the weekend. Um, and, and, and just forgetting about that maybe you should reverse it. Maybe you should play it over the other side. Just being like, no, I'm going to take this on. And that's, that's what people want to see. Um, and I, th- I think we have, the, we have the players to, to do that and make a bit of magic happen, yeah. As a fan at this stage, what have you made of the football championship structure this year? You kind of alluded there that some people have complained about some of the games along the way, but now yet here we are all glued to the knockout stages and looking forward to this weekend. Yeah, I'm, I'm not going to get into the structure championships, but like, like, look, it did, it did seem like it was, it was a while to get going. I feel, I felt like Mayo was nearly the first game before people really kind of bought into it and it really hit a different level. Um, so... Yeah, I'm not going to propose any championship uh, structure changes. That's why I'll never be the president of the GA, unfortunately. Um, but um, the uh, look, I, I think everyone's fully bought in now, and I think it's it's been really enjoyable. I I loved being a fanboy for the last while. I made my comeback to Hill 16 after a decade in the wilderness uh, for the Mayo game, so it had been a while. So it, it was uh, it was good to be back, um, and it's still as much crack as ever. Um, I think we need to work on our singing. I think the uh, I think the tunes. Have we've there were, there's not as many songs, so I think I don't know whoever is the conductor of the Hill 16 Orchestra, but I think we need to need to look look at that. Uh, but um, yeah, no, it's fun, it's fun. You can be the guy with the bar on, or is the intention maybe to get a more modern twist on the songs for you? Um, no, like like we can go back to some of the I didn't even hear like Ring a Ring a Rosie or some of the classics, like. Uh, but um, yeah, I think I think that's 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 for another day. Mm. The Mayo performance then, not a bad day to be on the hill. Kind of was that feeling where it felt like the year was clicking for Dublin a little bit in that second half? Yeah, yeah. And look, I think it's been mentioned before as well, but it's it's tough to go back to back in football matches. And lads are hanging together. Lads have um lads have like bruises and hamstrings and all sorts of nonsense, and you're kinda of hanging together for the for the little while to, to to turn it around in what in six or seven days. So I think that really showed to be the case for the for the against Mayo and then we just we had the strength and depth to, to, to kind of push it on and once we kind of once we kind of clicked into gear we, we were we were motoring so um, yeah yeah the, lad, the lads are flying yeah you won't thank me for finishing on a prediction but how do you see Sunday's game going Sunday um, I am predicting that I, I, I think Kerry haven't haven't met this Dublin team before um, I, 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 th- I think that they're on a whole, whole different level from last year um, and I'm hoping there's enough there's an, enough kind of grit and determination from what happened last year to get them over the line uh, so I am backing James McCarthy to walk the steps of the Hogan Sands Good stuff Look, Michael Darren McCauley is an Allianz ambassador ahead of he's been speaking to us ahead of this weekend's game between Dublin and Kerry this summer Allianz as the proud new sponsors of the All-Ireland Senior Football Championship have been showcasing the championship's all-encompassing nature and its direct connection to the Allianz leagues by encouraging fans coaches and volunteers to write their own story Enjoy the game at the weekend Thanks a million for joining us Well cheers Thank you very much Gaelic football on Off the Ball with AIB proud sponsors of the GAA Senior Football Championship check out hashtag the toughest for more